Welcome. Welcome to the podcast that has too many contributors. On this too episode many. of Too Many Contributors, we have Colby. I'm here normally. Tommy, two beer Tommy. Too many contributors. <laughs> We're trying. Emily, uh, old DS game title, Mitchell. Why can no one think of nicknames for me? <laughs> Paige usually is in the peanut gallery. She's moving up in the world. Peanut butter Bellamy. Once a peanut, always a peanut. <laughs> uh, this week, as special guest, we have Max Merlina. Hi. He's usually dead okay. around this time. Yeah, he's he's usually at work, and this week it just worked out. His official and alias, Mr. Busta Hermes. <laughs> uh, and oui. this week, in the peanut gallery, we have Megan. You know, Colby, do you remember at the one time where this show had two contributors? When it was just going to be the two of us? Yeah, I remember. And now, now, now we, we have the six w- active people on this episode. That's cool. Okay. I mean, we can this, is not, this is not a normal thing. I just want everyone to know. But we just decided we were going to have fun this episode. We're also a week behind. so Sorry about that uh, little we hiatus love you. last week. On the plus side, we are now on iTunes. So hey! Give, a, give us that review. Put us yeah. in your RSS feed next to that episode of Serial you weren't going to listen to. Please rate review, uh, rate and view us on iTunes. Give us five stars or one star, whatever you think we do deserve. Like, comment, stars. subscribe. The more, the more reviews you give us, the more likely we are to you know, be optimized on iTunes. Maybe one day we'll be on the new and noteworthy page. Please Who knows? Right. But I'm please, sorry. if you like the show, support us on iTunes by rating and reviewing and subscribing. Because you're a star... We hope to be stars in your day. Like, and comment, subscribe. We should move on. Like, comment, subscribe. Okay. So, you want to go ahead? I don't know. I, I, all so, I had was all I had was on this episode of Too Many Contributors. Okay. That's literally the That's only cool. joke Honestly, I had. Honestly, solid reference. <laughs> so, anyway, let's pop this top. Okay, today, this week, we were talking about our summer movie previews and what we're excited about. So, we have a regular movie treat soda in Cookie Dough Bites, the soda. Somebody woke up one day clocked in at work and got paid money to pitch the idea of cookie dough soda those cookie dough bites that you used to get for free when you bought a large popcorn and now are just kind of sitting on those shelves you know the ones i'm gonna open it it's a soda and it looks like pee all right so off top it already smells like cookies that's good i'm excited yeah i used to work at a cookie shop it definitely it definitely smells like cookies it does look like pee though he is correct it's like it beverages does. are supposed to come out that way. They're not supposed to go in looking All right, that hand way. me the other. The Do this into the mic. Mm. You hear that bubble? We have a process at this point. Mm. Yeah, okay, we, so it smells super. We have a format. <laughs> a super syrupy sweet. Um, Let's what's get a that, cup what's for the, the girls. What's the official brand on that? Um, the original chocolate chip cookie dough bite soda, pure cane sugar. There's no brand. It's just it's cookie just, dough bite soda. Over. Honestly, it might be by the people that made it. You know? Yeah. I don't think Paige liked it. Paige, give us your thoughts. I'm dead. Ooh. Just from smelling Ooh. it. All right, so well, it smells now, like it smells like like a cookie dough ice cream. Like honestly, will ice cream bring Paige back from the dead? Because now, we're oh down, god, that's terrible. We're now down to five <laughs> contribute. Wait, I told like, you. Dead. Yeah, right. we're now down to five. Cheers, Tommy. All right, Cheers. so Max, what did you think? I liked it a lot. Just, would you drink it again? Would you drink I it would, at the movies? I would drink the the rest of that if y'all don't want it. I, I won't buy okay. it, but yeah. I will definitely drink the other cup. I just okay. feel like that, Dustin, I feel like that's your perpetual hot take on the soda. It's like you never, like, like you go in with easy expectations. You come out like, you know what, no matter what, if I'm not paying for it, hell yeah. No, I don't feel that way about bacon nor buffalo wing. Hand that to okay. Dustin. And I, I would buy the raisin kind. I would mm. buy the raisin soda. The ginger one that we yeah, had last we had week last yeah week. i love that last one. episode but also this drink specifically reminds me of the java chip frappuccino that you can get at starbucks it so, tastes like the syrup okay yeah but are you gonna eat it yeah I'm i mean i eat it drink it. it you're gonna finish drinking it mm-hmm. to right. me it was just like a page i thought you were dead i've risen <laughs> so it was delicious. Delicious. she is risen, so <laughs> it is good. She is risen. i like it anyway tommy i'm sorry um no it just it, for me it tastes a lot like cream soda like mm-hmm. a, like just like an mm-hmm. extra syrupy cream soda like when you're in third grade and we're trying to make butterbeer off of like a recipe you found yeah i internet. never did that it's like what that oh yeah no i'm with you i'm with you there i think I it trends taste- more towards butterbeer than than cream soda i've never oh, had, for sure i've never I had butterbeer so y'all are just over it's my just head. butterscotch soda that's all it is. Yeah. Now, didn't now, get a cookie taste. The the podcast is called Pop Top Gaming. Pop Top. Or top Pop Top Podcast. podcast. Yeah. No, no, no games. If we were a gaming no games. show, it would just be me and Dustin. We'll spin but, off eventually. The rest of us <laughs> but, but y'all say soda. Oh. No, we oh, pop the tops. Yeah. Yeah, See? we pop oh. the tops. 
but calling that audible. Someone doesn't listen to the show. Also, <laughs> also, he's from Pennsylvania, where they call it. Oh no! Yeah, so mm-hmm. we got we got some re- regional colloquialism. Say that five times fast. Wow. Yeah. Ten dollars. No, so word. if we're calling that audible on the meaning of soda, right? It's pop. Also, pop culture. There's just there's there's it a just, lot. It just, and, it's, and it's pop. We, it we thought this through. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving. There are layers hey, Max, to the put shit. Put the sock over who, that microphone. Who, said, who thought of this title? Me. Us? Did you? I don't remember. All I remember was mm. on the boat, and we you were going on a, your dad's boat uh-huh. to go get wings, and that's when it happened. I'm gonna. So it was mm. definitely Russell one of Moore. us. Is no, this good? You used to. You know how Justin likes it. Overall, the butterbeer thing makes me want to talk about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, but that's not even a. That's not even in the summer. So we can't even talk about that. But you know what? We're gonna let the ladies talk about one of their movies first. So which one would you guys like to talk about, Emily? I would like to talk about the movie that I time traveled into the future to write. Okay. This is going to be about Which dogs. is The Secret Life of Pets. Yep. Okay. It's about dogs. Called it. No, it's about all pets. It's about mul- Yeah, it's about Hashtag types of pets. all pets Fish. matter. Nope. I'm, we're not. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. God. Okay. <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Emily, pull us back up. So the Secret movie is created by Illumination Entertainment. They are the same company that did Minions did and Despicable research. Me. So they they got so that they suck. Money. They got that money. But oh, no, Despicable successful. Me is great. Not, oh my god. Oh okay. Yeah. For, I'll no. stand by the first one. Yeah. yeah so I'll stand by the first one. Can die in a hole. But the the animation does look similar. So yeah, yeah, it is it is a very similar style, and I actually think that they are one of the more like they are have you, an aesthetic trait. Are you a Minions apologist? No, I'm saying that all of them. <laughs> because if you were, I'm saying that all of their movies look similar because that's their, they have a very like solid style uh-huh. when they do all their movies. If you actually are a Minions apologist, can I'm you not. apologize for the year can that you man- Target has still had Minions like, merchandise on their shelves? Can you mansplain me Minions, please? <laughs> well, mansp- man- mansplain, please. This is a new segment. Mansplain minions. If you if you're listening at home, mansplain the movie. If you're listening at home and you'd like to mansplain minions, feel free to do what so. What is mansplaining? Yeah. Starting off with any section, it's like it's like a comment. It's like a <laughs> section of of dialogue or a monologue from like a man, uh-huh. or typically from a man to a woman, almost entirely, where where they start a phrase with actually okay. honey, and then they proceed to explain things very that are really condescending, constant, very white, but not exclusively Got white. It. Yeah. Continue. Mansplain minions to Colby through okay. our email or Twitter. Yeah. Moving on. Or just so Secret Life of Pets. It's about pets that live in New York City and they go on crazy adventures. Also, it's animated. So, so basically, it's everything I could ever we, want in a movie. What do we know about it other than like that really cool trailer where they like scratch themselves like whiskers and everything? Like, is, so, is there like a plot? Yes. Okay. So Max, who is played by Louis Max. C.K. Yes. Max. Yeah. What up? Ooh, Louis yeah. C.K. is in this movie. Yeah, Louis C.K. Oh, is like cool. the lead producer. Cool. Cool, cool, I think cool. he also wrote part of it, but sure. Max, I think he's like a beagle or something. But him and his owner dogs. like live in New York, and they mm-hmm. have like a perfect life, and everything's great. And then one day she brings home like another dog. <gasps> I don't know what type of dog. Oh shit! I don't remember. <laughs> it might be like a doodle or something. Yeah, doodle. But it's a big fluffy dog named Duke, and he's a goofball, and mm-hmm. they don't get along. Right, right. And then Max, it's kind of kind of like Toy Story. Where Max gets jealous by the new dog, and then they end up like getting left out of their house. I haven't seen the movie, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you're asking what? me. <laughs> what? Every story's already been told at this point, so Kobe just goes a real fish out of water story. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just really hit me. I don't know uh, why. It's Finding Dory. <laughs> but so they get lost in New York, and then they meet a bunch of random wow. characters that are wacky and crazy. And Kevin Hart is an evil bunny rabbit, and they he try is to, yeah. Oh my, I love Kevin Hart. But it's just them trying to get back to their owner and overcome their differences to be friends w- in New York. Is it Homeward Bound? Except doesn't have a really, really is it Milo sad and, fucking ending. Is now it Milo and Otis, it. but without like? Is it? Would you compare it to Bolt? Maybe. <laughs> Yo, don't talk shit on Bolt. Well, now that I'm thinking like about Bolt. it, it sounds exactly like Toy Story. Where the, he gets a new toy and then they get lost so, from the family. So and they're have just to come back. so you're saying story. they're ripping off Toy Story? You heard no. it here first. Emily Mitchell hates Secret Life of Pets no. because it rips off Toy Story. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm it is it's an actual plot. It's just like one of the many anthropomorphic animal yeah. CGI movies right. that have come this out. This is like the, last. the third one, right? Yeah, and there's another one coming out. Sing. And I'm still excited. So well, what yeah. were the movie designers thinking? This is, as Dustin said, this is the rise of the furries. This is the year. Yeah, bring them back. 
right, Tommy. Let's not. No, I really think that because this is Illumination Entertainment, just because like they are like their success, their biggest success was Minions last year, mm-hmm. right? Which that we saw. This is a chance for them to flex and like see what they're doing with storytelling, kind of like when Bugs Life. And Ants came out at the same time. It was very, very similar movies, very similar styles. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they might be ripping the whole um, Toy Story plot arc or just, like, that general theme, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Toy Story has done it three times and did it first. But at the same time, like, there was a lot of new stuff that came out in Ants that didn't come out of Bugs Life. So, like, That's you can see that. You know, I'm excited about that. I don't know. There was no Caterpillar in Ants like that i don't even I remember know. i haven't seen bugs life in at least a decade so oh, I love bugs life. It, it'll be interesting to see which one comes out on top which, um, which one we remember yeah. in five years yeah right. it'll be interesting um to see the numbers come in between zootopia and this movie because i know a lot of people were really high on zootopia, zootopia was which so i still haven't seen good. just because i don't think Paige and i have been to the movie theater in a long time y'all are tripping we are tripping um Paige. zootopia is amazing go Paige. what is it what, what do you want to talk about um, I'm gonna throw back to the ocean, finding Dory, yeah. too hype. Okay, been uh, too long. Sticking I'm with the animated movies. I'm gonna let you finish before I start um saying, start before I say not anything. yeah before I say anything. <laughs> before what, I may explain why, finding Dory. Why are you excited about this movie? I personally am just really excited because I loved the artwork that went into Finding Nemo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the ocean, just because that got my love of the ocean started at a really young age. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to see it Aww. go back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. And no, also here. Ellen. Do we know yeah. who the returning characters are? Is like Nemo and Merlin going to be in there? Marlin, yeah. Marlin and Nemo. Yes. And they Dory. are going to be in there. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Emily. It's fine. I'm about to ruin it. Um, but... Dory's just trying to find her parents. Yeah. Her family. I did well, see the Can trailer. she find her memory first? What? That's what she's trying she's to do. Oh, okay. She starts oh, to remember. Oh, okay. She starts to remember uh-huh. things. So yes, Colby, they have that part down. It's they not have, a physical co- finding Dory. It's an emotional okay. yeah. finding Dory. So a spiritual journey. I don't maybe it's just It's eat it's the eat pray love of the fish world. Oh, oh no, I don't want to watch it. I watch <laughs> hopefully it's not as like colonialistic or I watched the t- I watched I mean, the TED guys, talk. Yes. There's okay. still Ellen. Like yeah, let's I, be real. I watched the TED talk of the person who wrote that. Mm-hmm. She seemed nice. But anyway, I have a theory <laughs> where anybody would watch anything with like certain actors or actresses in it and mm-hmm. I believe Ellen indisputably indubitably tops that list where like you put Ellen DeGeneres in something mildly prominent and you're gonna. She's, she's in, gonna get your money. She's not in a lot of movies, though. I know, yeah, but exactly. that's the same. Like she, she I she's got it down. What she, what movies is she in besides Finding Nemo and Finding Dory? I would I not know no that idea. off the top of my head. Okay. You could ask IMDb. I wish I did. Yeah, we I really sure wish could. I had IMDb out in front of me, it's, and I apologize. It, 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 if only we had something that connected all of the information ever to us. Right. Four in of us our pocket. Our but unfortunately, we don't have that. Oh, that thing they invented um, at the end of Hot Tub Time Machine. Lugal. The hot tub. Lu- oh, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, this is... I love Hot Tub Time Machine. Well, that was so great. Unironically love Hot Tub But you know why? Because it is also another movie where one of the people who you will indisputably see everything they're in no matter what... Craig Robinson. John Cusack. John Cusack. About John, no. John Cusack was no. in Hot Tub Time Machine, and that's why... I thought you were talking like about Joan Craig Robinson. Cusack, I do not give a shit about either one of them. We don't I thought you were talking about Craig Robinson. The lady's name who must not be named. Um, Ellen DeGeneres. She must not be named. Yeah. Oh, Paige is on it. Has only been in three movies. Bum, bum, bum. Ruh, okay. Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, and Mr. Wrong. 1996. Well, amazing. Great was that career. before she came out? Yes. That sounds yes. like that's something that she did before she came out. Yep. She um, is in a wedding dress with another man, so I'm assuming. Oh, or maybe he's Mr. Wrong because he's Mm. Um, that's a good twist. But I just want, I think I might be the only person in the room who's like not excited for Finding Dory just because I didn't. Because you're a hater? Yeah, I'm a hater. True. I just, I'm, oh, okay, cool. I'm not, I'm not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Um, I just don't like Finding Nemo that much. I just didn't like it. And you know, that might, that's just a personal preference and I understand Okay, so but hear me out on this, right? Yeah. Is it is it because people are usually disappointed by sequels, or is it because you genuinely didn't like I Finding didn't, Nemo? I didn't like Finding Nemo. Okay, okay. I Can just I, I'm just curious. I agree with what Tommy said. Mm-hmm. Is that I am with Paige, where Finding Nemo is one of my all time favorite movies, mm-hmm. and I think the artwork is amazing. And that was one of the first movies that I was like, oh my gosh, animation! Like I want to do this. Two thousand. And I am just worried about. 
the sequel. sequel fallout of like is this gonna keep up mm-hmm. i didn't you know i didn't like monsters university i didn't like any of the cars I, extras i, really liked Mar- I didn't Monsters like university. you know the sequels that pixar is putting out have not been up to par so i'm nervous because i don't want them to ruin one of my all-time favorite movies did you like toy story 3 i kind of phased out there for a second yeah um, Toy Story 3, same. Yeah. Two and okay. three, I feel yeah. like. I and feel like two knocks one out of the water. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I've come around but I still in my like old three. age. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, you know, I think three hit, the, hit a lot of people because of the, the time frame. Just the it way was it was ended. And right. It was like the right. end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it hit a lot of people when either they were going to college, just left to college, yeah. or, or they were on the bridge. You know, the people that grew up with it. it. Just, I think that was on purpose. It, yeah, it, it was. It, it hit 100%. the right time. Yeah. But... That's that what that's what scares me about the Incredibles coming out. Okay, I loved the Incredibles. Is that coming out this year? No, um, then no, it comes out in twenty seventeen. But that's just something that I'm afraid well, of. Well, the yeah, thing is, right. they spent a lot of time between the two mm-hmm. instead of Cars, where it was like what five Music. years for all three of them. Well, when Cars came out, wasn't Larry was the Cable Guy three? like the highest paid comedic uh, comedian God, in Hollywood I hope or not. something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, Sadly, yes. Yeah. Like for a long time, he was the highest paid comedi- comedic actor. And I think they were just trying to capitalize on him because he was like the breakout character of that because they had like shorts for him and everything. Yeah. Was there Cars 3? Was there a Cars 3? There is a Cars yes. 3. Cars 2 was about it, Mater, right? Yeah, no, it was about like secret agents. Well, yeah, Mater became a secret agent. I Mater was a secret too. agent. I would have no clue. I don't know that anything. I'd have to call one. my grandpa and ask because he's like the only person I actually know who really likes. Dustin's movie. grandpa has a huge collection of Cars memorabilia, and it's unironically Amazing. the cutest thing. It's it's wild, honestly. First time I walked in the house, I was like, "It's wild, wow." <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 do you have another movie that you want to talk about? Or just any lasting comments before we move on? I think Finding Dory is going to be great. I'm really excited, and I hope it proves me wrong. I would I would be happy for this to be great and I would and for me to love it because Make I always like to again. I always like to love <laughs> Make things. movies great again. I'm dragging you to it so you have a choice. Mean, yeah. Wait tight. So. Um <laughs> hey, uh Max, do you are you looking forward to any movies this summer? I am. Is tell me, know? tell me, tell me <laughs> that number one spot, Bobby. <laughs> I think you're going to be disappointed. I know I am, but I still love you. <laughs> Hit me. Because yeah. it's Warcraft. No, that's exactly no! what I thought it was going to be. Okay. <laughs> That's so, why I'm excited about you talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's do this. Uh, I'm really excited. I've been a huge Warcraft fan since day one. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> I am. I have. I have all the games and whatever. Okay. Go for um, it. I'm not ashamed. Look. <laughs> hey, live um, your truth. Now, and I am a fan of Blizzard, and I think they put out a lot of quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Disagree with me there. Um, but I'm I'm hopeful for. I want to mm-hmm. see it. I want to see it do well. Though I know that it might disappoint. Yeah. Well, some of the things I've heard, and I I don't think there have been screenings, but like from you know some of the articles I've read and everything, they just say that it doesn't look like it has any emotion. Like it just looks kind of like soulless and kind of just like thrown together. And I know that the production has been kind of troubled for years, mm-hmm. but I do want to enjoy it um, because I want video games to be a viable or video game movies to be viable because for a long time they haven't. And I think there are some movies or some video games that can like transcend into the film genre. And this is kind of like a litmus test for um, the genre of video game movies as a whole. So I just want it to do well um, for that reason. You just really, you just really want to like ratchet and clank. Well, we'll talk about I also want to like ratchet and clank. I do too. I think, I think that both of, I think both, uh, Warcraft and Ratchet and Clank fall into a really interesting point for me because it's like I've never really loved those games. Mm-hmm. Like I I played you know Ratchet and Clank and I played Warcraft and and WoW for a while there, but they never really hit it for me. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to like consuming their content, I enjoy like the the lore of Warcraft despite how fucking convoluted it yeah. is. I really like it because it's super in depth and it's a lot of thought mm-hmm. behind it. And so I'm hoping that because this is almost entirely lore based uh-huh. and not n- based on gameplay, so uh-huh. it's going to be mostly like visuals and lore. So I'm wor- I'm interested to see how they explore those things via a different medium besides like these one off mm-hmm. books that they mm-hmm. just allow. Mm-hmm. So I agree, and I think I think that their lore, they're especially looking after lore in the recent in the uh-huh. recent years, I guess, mm-hmm. with the book, especially with Traveler now coming out. I don't think anybody. Nope. I, nope. Um, 
I just hope it, it fits in with that niche of people that like the lore and they don't Right. They don't make it like out out in left field where they're like, Well, this is for everyone. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm I'm just afraid because it looks super expensive. Like it looks like a super expensive movie and I don't like I'm excited for it, but I'm just worried about it financially because I just don't know if they're gonna be like you're gonna get people off the street like you would off Finding Dory that are like, Oh, I love Finding Nemo and it's gonna I don't think that it's at, has as much crossover hit potential unless it hits the ground and it's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. What are the movies we're stoked for? I hands down just want to see Ghostbusters. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. Yes. No, so it's kind of, it, well, it's for the same reasons why everybody else wants to see it, but at the same time, like, it's more for I want to critique it, mm-hmm. um, which I found myself more and more on movies being like, oh, I'm interested in things that I otherwise wouldn't be interested in uh-huh. because I'm interested to see what they do with it, which is why I would go see Warcraft, for example, right? Where I'm interested for the aspects that you're talking about. I'm interested in Ghostbusters in the sense that, like, yes, they're doing um, their whole all-female cast, right, which is going to be awesome. But at the same time, it's like I already know most of the people who are in there are white. So I'm like, okay, like how, you know, good is it really going to be? Is that something that's going to interest me? Yeah. You know, or is that something that's going to like, you know, help the story or hinder the story, which I would argue that mostly white people tend to hinder it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because then any people of color, it's going to be like tokenized jokes and so forth, which like then again, like I almost find myself wanting to see it more to see what they do with that versus being excited to be like, oh yeah, like. Melissa McCarthy and mm-hmm. you know everybody else. It's like okay, well, or uh, Chris Hemsworth as their I guess secretary. Well, do you still know. do you still like the original um the original Ghostbusters? Because and, and this is not a defense of Ghostbusters right. or, but it's the same racial conf- racial composition as the original two Ghostbusters. Right, and that's so. yeah, and so uh-huh. like the way that the first one was made, it's like I have I c- I can be real. I've only seen part of the first Ghostbusters movie. Right. And so, no, but here's the thing, right? It's like, I thought I saw the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I saw it in pieces. It's like Shawshank Redemption. Like the first time you see it, it's because you've seen parts of it on TV. Yes. IMDb has. Apparently. Rotten Tomatoes has. Shawshank. Like two people. But yeah, like the first time you sit down and see it, like start to finish, you feel like you've already seen it. Yeah. Um, I feel like Ghostbusters fell in that territory for me where it's like, it felt complete and Mm -hmm. like as this movie that's out there. But now that they're doing it the way that they're doing the reboot, it's like, is it to honor the original story, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just taking loose aspects of the concept uh-huh. to try to tell a better story? Is it a little bit of both? You know, like you have to have some fan service mm-hmm. because you're rebooting something that is integral to its core fan base. Again, like Warcraft, right? Uh-huh. They can't be the generic movie. Like they can't be in Avengers. They can't yeah. be like a generic movie that appeals to everyone. The Ghostbusters they gotta ap- cinematic universe. Right. Oh, Jesus <laughs> they Christ. Gotta, they got to appeal <laughs> to their core audience <laughs> Fucking first. terrible. Um, isn't Billiam Murray gonna be in that? If Billy, if yeah. Bill Murray's not in it, Billiam. I'm good. Billy, Billiam, Billiam Murrayam, <laughs> Billiam Murray. Uh, no, if Bill, if Bill Murray's not in it, I'm gonna be upset because genuinely, those that like that movie, if you watch it as like a as a straight drama, mm-hmm. it it's pretty serious and they're pretty serious people about it. Yeah. You know, it's it's comedic because it's absurd. It's not comedic because they do a yeah. lot of because they're comedic yeah. people. You yeah. know. That's the vibe I got. Um, and so I'm I'm straight up, I'm worried that they're going to play it off as a comedy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. So I do think it's going to be a comedy because it's by the director who directed Bridesmaids. And yeah. So Bridesmaids okay. is tight. I am yeah. very happy about that because he did a great job with Bridesmaids and he's got two of his returning cast in Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy. And I know that he can get good things out of Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig as you can see from Bridesmaids. So I just don't, like Melissa McCarthy generally just because I don't like the jokes that are written for her. Yeah. But I do like her with this director because I think that he can get the full range out of Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. and he can do things with Melissa McCarthy that are not just about her weight or which I feel like is, you know, that's the entire sitcom of Mike and Molly which got her start. I was just about to say that. But and w- Gilmore Girls yeah. like that and that's why I love mm-hmm. her in Gilmore Girls. Like yeah. I'm excited to see her in the brief role that she'll have in that when that yeah. comes back out because again, She's actually not in no, yes, she is. they made it She's okay. gonna okay. be. She just got added. So, oh, okay. they the director of that said, if I can get her for two hours, okay. like, on an offset, we have the perfect role for, her, and they made it work. Hi, cool. Um, so when that happens, you mm. know, like they've that 
that production has been able to get the full range off. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally hear what you're saying. But one thing, one thing I don't like, I'm not a big fan of Kate McKinnon. I just, I don't like the characters that she writes for herself on SNL. I think that she does a, like a comedy that's just like weird, like weird out right. comedy. And that's just not something that I'm a fan of. So if that's the character she plays in, uh, this movie, then that's going to be a real detraction for me. But I love Leslie Jones and the character she writes for herself I on love SNL. Leslie Jones. And I love Kristen Wiig and the character she plays on several different movies. And I, you know, I've said I like Melissa McCarthy. So, like, three out of the four main Ghostbusters I'm really looking forward to. I just don't want Kate McKinnon to drag it down. And if Kate McKinnon can do something, you know, out of character, uh, quote unquote, then I think I could really like this movie. But Kate McKinnon is really just like what's holding me from like being all out stoked for this movie well she's not writing the character for herself which is well, probably for the best no but th- those are the care those are like what is described to her. yeah i think that that that's the character that they would write for her because that's what she's used to playing and that's like her sweet spot and because they're writing leslie jones like the same way that you know she writes herself on snl like she's not like a scientist she's just a person from new york who knows the streets and that's her character um which we which you can get into um Several things about that. But those, that's the character she writes for herself, and she's very successful in doing that. But the characters that Kate McKinnon writes for herself, for me, are not successful in making me laugh. But except for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, except for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, except that for Hillary Clinton. is hilarious. But those are just well-written jokes. Um, that she, I don't know. I actually don't know if she writes those jokes herself. So I can't tell. I can't say. But, and that's not a character that she created. Yeah. No, um, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm going to let you guys talk if you guys have any more thoughts about it. Overall, I'm, I'm just really excited about it. I, I'm excited to get back into Ghostbusters and see the originals in conversation mm-hmm. with the new one. And I re- to your Leslie Jones point, like I really love you know what she's been able to do, but I don't think it's enough. You know, like uh-huh. I I want to see her break out. Too. I want to see everybody break out. You know, mm-hmm. but knowing that they have to make a calculated decision to make money and make the best Ghostbusters movie in this light, mm-hmm. like they will probably stick to the bits, and that's disappointing. If there's but. a Ghostbusters cinematic universe, are we for or against? Against. For. All. Because I think I might have heard rumblings, because I think everything's trying to be a cinematic universe. Yes. Warcraft is definitely trying to create a cinematic universe. I'm not, I'm not for sh- any cinematic universe. Make a movie, <laughs> let it die. Make an IP, let it die. <laughs> Jesus Christ, let shit die. Hey, the Jesus Christ IP is still going strong. Yeah, yeah. but say. he died. He At least die. he died. He did die. <laughs> but he's risen. But oh, I gotta um, know about the Underminer. I gotta know. From, like, well, that's, no, and I'm and I'm I'm not saying that you can't do sequels. I just yeah. hate the idea that like every fucking thing has to be made into an infinite series for no, us definitely. to always pull right. out of this cash cow. And it's like the second a new IP is created, it's like wow. Can we just suck every <laughs> penny out of this IP? <laughs> and it's like the there's some face. there's some things that like I can get stoked on, dude. But I I find myself in a lot of situations where I'm just like disappointed consistently by things, whether upon critical review or whatever. You know, it, it, I just I just don't see the besides fucking money and and like some of them can be enjoyable, yeah, but I don't money. like I. Okay, if we're going to talk about fucking DC Cinematic Universe, we're going to segue fucking perfectly into more movies. I, I understand, like, the point because they're trying to compete with Marvel right, right now. But at the same time, I don't understand why they just can't fucking get it right at a point. Mm-hmm. It, just doesn't, it just feels like it's super hit or miss. The reviews for Batman or Superman were fucking terrible. Reviews on Man of Steel were all over the fucking place. You can never get a good read on what anybody else thinks of that movie or what you think of that movie. <laughs> like, you go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, that part's all right. And then, like, the end, you're like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> but even then, like, I'll defend the fucking end of the movie, whatever. But there, there's so many there's so many different levels to it. It doesn't feel like there's a consistency. There's level. levels to the shit. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't feel like there's like a consistency. Onion. Even if we're looking at, like, the Marvel, there feels like, there feels like a consistency. Whether or not I'm disappointed or whatever, mm-hmm. it feels just like a consistent wave of either, like, it's pretty good, pretty palpable. Put it on a background. Okay. But that's why, like, the Cars conversation we were having, right? Like, yeah, fuck they Cars. Didn't, they didn't need to make those sequels, so they're pulling right the cinematic tail, right universe. Right no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They were Max said he want to fuck a car. Are you are like cars, a car right? furry now? What's a car, car furry? Motorhead? That's a thing. That's I a believe thing. it. Can we a show the minion uh, on the dramatic? Just anybody, before we get onto this, uh, reddit.com slash r slash dragons fucking cars. 
Amazing. That's a real place. <laughs> yeah, they do. They fuck the cars. I've seen it. They <laughs> fuck the cars. <laughs> they fuck the cars. Can we agree that most things do not need a cinematic universe? Yes. Because if you had the Coach Carter cinematic universe, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be like, okay, so now he's, you know, teaching college or like, hey, like now it's Coach Carter's son, you know, or like, or going into like what they did with Creed. Most things do not need a cinematic universe. Hey. And they need to die. You're wrong. But some are cool. The Ice Age cinematic universe is <laughs> oh real. My God. Ice Age uh, Five is a thing that is happening it's in, in space. two months. Are you? You wrong? No, in July. This uh, I Age- saw. I saw something going on like that. Like Ice Age. Ice Age Four. World War Two. And then. <laughs> and then at a point it was like. It was like Ice Age Sixty Nine. Madagascar. <laughs> no, the squirrel. The squirrel that's he always trying eight. to get that acorn. Oh, yeah, trying to get the trailer. Yeah, he's trying to get his nut. We're all a squirrel looking for a nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Wait, why don't we bring back Land Before Our Time? Land Before Time Cinematic because Universe. Because Ducky died. The little, girl, the little girl died in the first movie. She died in the first movie. Uncle Ben died in the first Spider-Man movie, and they keep bringing <laughs> Spider-Man back. What? Also, Spider-Man, like, graduated high hey, school, like, too really. Like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Why um, do we want to put him not, back in Not in the reboot. Colby, so, what are you excited about? I'm excited... For two, probably pretty, probably gonna be pretty shitty movies. But I, the first one I want to talk about is um, Lights Out, which is a horror movie. It's PG thirteen, so it might be trash, but it's a movie uh, about this family who's in a house, and there's a ghost, obviously, and it's ghosting. And it's doing the ghosties, but, but it can only like move or get you when it's the in the dark. And the trailer that I saw was like, I thought it was scary. Yeah. Um, just the because angels? it's got a lot of like imagery. Yeah, it's just like that. It's got a lot of imagery about the light switch and like flickering lights and the difference between dark and light. Okay. And experimental. Um, I thought it was really fun. It just looks like a fun time. Like it's just something that you can watch and turn your brain off and be scared. And like that's what summer movies are about for me. I agree. And the plot point that I got from the thing is that the I think the mom. Knows the mom the knows the ghost. Yeah, yeah, like her and the ghostie are besties. They're like friends. Question: The ghosties are besties. Can we get a Pac-Man horror movie where he knows the ghost, and he yes. has to he has to get the little the big the big power bot dots in Didn't order to kill them? Didn't Wasn't you see pixels? pixels? The ghosts. Wait. Yeah. It's not, it's not. It's not like a horror. Well, like, it's a horror movie, but not for like the traditional <laughs> reasons of it being no. a horror so movie. So Pac-Man. I was scared. Pac-Man <laughs> is actually an allegory for for unsustainable gluttony and the ghosts are the children that he ate because he got so hungry. Amazing. Five Nights at Freddy's or something like that? Anyway, Paige, you had something to say? I'm just glad that you've accepted that it's probably going to be shitty because it sounds pretty shitty. Hey, Zombievers is an American classic. Zombievers. All right, uh, before we get flagged, (laughs) what's that second movie that you want to see? The second movie that I want to see is called Popstar Never Stop, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Never Stop, Never Stopping. Um, which is an Andy Samberg movie, kind of along the lines of Dewey Cox Walk the um, Walk Hard. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought it was like the Justin Bieber movie. I thought no, it was like it's, a dead knockoff of the Justin. No, Bieber it's movie. like it's it's a movie about this fictional pop star, um, and it's basically like a concert movie, but it's uh. an it's an Andy Samberg film. So and it's written it's co-wrote by him, um, and his two Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, so, oh, so it's a Lonely Island film. Has, yeah. yeah, Lonely, Lonely Island, Island Cinematic oh, okay. Universe. Yeah. This is this That's Lonely movie. Island Cinematic Universe. This Max is, called it here first. <laughs> this movie is basically about Lonely Island, like being pop stars, and then like the fallout from being pop stars, like dr- like drugs. But it's going to be uh, like a comedic take. And cool. I'm here for anything Andy Samberg after Brooklyn Nine Nine and his work on SNL. Cool. As problematic as the Lonely Island Cinematic Universe can be, sometimes. <laughs> I am Incredibad. Now, no, Incredibad. <laughs> Everything, like, jizz in my pants. What, like, when that came out, that American was a certified classic. banger. American Icon- classic. Iconic. <laughs> that season of SNL, that man. I'm on a oh boat. Oh, my God. That swim trunks Featuring our Lord and Savior, Savior, T-Pain. Theodore Payne. <laughs> T-Pain, good friend of the podcast. Please come join. Please come on our show. Literally anytime. Is T-Pain for Thomas Payne? Did he write Common Sense? Has he just been alive? I don't remember if why. If Thomas Payne was black, T-Pain. I feel like that book would have gone over differently. <laughs> T Payne is common sense. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yo, all right, we got to petition him to make a song called Common Sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone call him. Call Theodore. He, right now. He, he might tweet me back again. He Yo, can we get that tweet back, T Payne? 
Uh, is is no one gonna mention either uh, Suicide Squad or? Is We're actually kind of superhero. That was mine. Good. Oh, oh sorry. we're gonna get to that. So, Paige, actually, Civil do you want to talk about that right now? Yeah. Um, I'm super excited about Suicide Squad. Um, I know a lot of people are just like superheroed out, but uh, this is me. super villain. So, right. I okay. think. I think it's different. I'm pretty hype just because like there are a lot of powerful female characters. I really hope they don't fuck up Harley Quinn. Is it is it more than Harley Quinn? Yeah. There's um Enchantress. Enchantress See, and, and then, then I think Hold on. No. Uh, you want me to give it a Google? Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Give, give it a Lugal. Okay. Give it a Lugal, so please. <laughs> Cut. Cut. Uh, time for our commercial. Katana. Yeah. You're talking yes. about Katana. Yes, Katana. Thank um, you. So I think well, so in Suicide Good Squad silence. In Suicide Squad comics, people generally die. And if Enchantress, I know you said I don't know a lot about Suicide Squad. Um, I know a lot about the comic books. I don't know a lot about the movie. But if you say Enchantress is the main villain, then this is true. Know that. But if she's not the main villain, then I think she's gonna die because Suicide Squad almost always starts out with, with someone dying, dying be, uh, like on their team. Because that, that that's their whole thing. They have like implants that make their head explode or whatever, right. or you just die. And so they add a whole bunch of expendable heroes on there, right. so that they can just murder them, so that you can raise the stakes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so you like, got... Will Smith won't die. You know, Harley Quinn won't die. Are you I, sure? Who's I think got Will, Will Smith money for a whole movie. I've I think Will Smith will die, because and the, then like the, you'll have the more expendable characters. There's die, no way then, Deadshot dies. No. There's no way Deadshot dies. Yeah. Have you, have you seen us all on Arkham? He's he's one of the only. And the reptilian guy. Yeah. Probably no, gonna die. Killer Croc won't die either. Um, okay, who are you gonna kill? I'm just saying those are like those are like main villains, you know. Okay, so we got Harley Quinn. We've got the Enchantress. We obviously yeah. have Amanda Waller. Uh, and then there is <gasps> yes, I love Viola Davis. Uh, I'm so excited. Then there's Karen Fukuhara as Soul Taker. Dead, definitely dead. Um, <laughs> and he's right though. I uh, I don't know it, if anybody has seen because Max Max introduced me to the Assault in Arkham animated. Yeah. Uh, which honestly, pretty amazing, fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a lot of them die. Like a few of them die right off the fucking bat, and then that's fine. A, there's only a few that make it through the whole movie. You know? Yeah. That's and fine then too. It's like three, three of them. It's like Deadshot, yeah. it's Harley Quinn, Joker. Yeah, Danning. De- Deadshot and Harley Quinn are the only like mainstays on Suicide Squad, at least through the new Fifty Two. Like they're the only people who are constantly on it. So mm-hmm. I, I find it highly unlikely that these people die. Well, even then, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say Suicide Squad is just like a glorified cameo for the characters that DC doesn't yeah. give enough credit to. It's like D-listers plus Deadshot, who's like a B-lister, and then Harley Quinn, who's obviously like one of the most iconic characters that DC yeah. has. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried because um, I have heard rumors that the Joker will probably only be in there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Because yes. Wouldn't that be a shit show? I, I would, would be really very upset. upset. No, I'd be very happy about that. Because, no. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay. I'm yeah, the, well, how, how are you going to be happy with it? Like, when... That was like the entirety, the entire draw of the trailer that came out. Uh, because right. I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Okay. Because, because, okay, like aside, aside from my feelings on Jared Leto, thanks Gerard. to Thirty Seconds to Mars or or anything else that we are the he's ever done. I I think I'm thinking specifically of like I don't like the branding of of anything that this has released. I don't like the way that he's done any fucking press about this movie. Like sending sending like cum filled condoms to people. Like what the fuck? Ew. Like like he said all that shit and he's just like saying shit to get back into fucking raw culture to get just just try to make to make hot topic the movie. Hot topic the movie. It, it feels re- like they're trying to respond to Deadpool. The movie's not rated R. It's yeah. rated PG thirteen. Really? Yes. Oh no! And oh yeah! And there's just so much shit that's just going on with this. It just feels like a shit show. That what? if Jared Leto's barely in it, and we can just have like three quotes from him, and they're on every hot topic T-shirt, yeah. I'll be so happy because it's a critical fail. Okay, Paige, <laughs> um, Tommy, did you have something? I just I really wanted to shout out the hot topic, the movie point. Like, okay, it's getting oversaturated, and I think it's going to be kind of disappointing. And I don't want it to be. I want to enjoy things. I want to be patient in the scenario. Yeah, no, I really yeah. do too. But at the same time, I don't care about the Joker. Like, I don't care about that. Mm. And then even like, say they kill Will Smith, they're trying to set up again. They kill Will the Smith, DC cinematic universe. They're trying to just have like another Suicide Squad movie or use those characters. Yeah. So they probably won't. Use Jared Leto. I don't know. Paige, um, do you have something? 
Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say that I disagree and that I am very excited for the Joker because I think that he's something drastically different than what, like, normal... I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for the comics, but what normal DC movie fans have seen, he seems like a very different take and almost a more modern take. I agree, and at first, like, I was very upset about how they were going to play Jared Leto's Joker. Right, and I know a lot of people were. And then I, I see your side... That we've gotten the Joker so many times before. If they're gonna do Joker, I'd yeah. rather them do something new with it. Yeah, right. Because DC is they they're using the same characters over and yeah. over again. I mean, people shat on Heath Ledger when they showed his Joker. Right. So. And and I'll be pleasantly fucking surprised. And 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 color me fucking wrong when it comes out. And he that's chartreuse. Sure, turns out to be great. You know, <laughs> uh, like. I want everything to be good, but at this point, I feel like it's just oversaturated, and I feel like the content that that is surrounding it is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. I want to like the movie, fucking Arkham is, uh, Assault and Arkham, fucking great. I yeah. suggest everybody watches that. That's Already seen it. Wonderful, but new drinking game every time Dustin says "fuck," um, someone's gonna die. Paige, me. Last last question before we get get to another movie. So, in reaction to the Batman vs. Superman um, critical panning about how it wasn't fun, they had several million dollars worth of reshoots. To oh, for Suicide Squad? Yeah. I did hear about that. Inject more Comedy. fun into the movie. Do you think that is going to hurt or hinder this movie because they've had to change their, vision, their original vision to be reactionary? Or do you think this is going to... Do you think it's going to hurt the movie or do you think it's going to make the movie better? Because they have had to change their movie so are we saying that their original vision was probably better or this reactionary um film that they're making now is going to be better i won't take a side on either i'm just going to say it's going to be different Mm -hmm. because you get batman v superman very dark yeah apocalypse dark civil war dark i don't think civil war i don't think Mm. marvel movies ever going to be described as i mean not dark dark, but it's not going to be like deadpool yeah mature content yeah that means if I mean, what, Mat- what other marketing team <laughs> could successfully titties. I'm sorry. What marketing <laughs> team could successfully pitch Bohemian Rhapsody in a trailer and have it be so fucking successful? That trailer was amazing. I haven't seen really trailers for Suicide Squad just because I'm just not interested. That like, well, that you know. So I haven't seen their trailers. So I will. I will take I your word for it. Haven't even heard of your two movies. So there it goes. That's fair. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. I think the reactionary approach is going to be better because what Agreed. they've been doing isn't working. So if they're listening to public opinion, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and they're doing things that way, right, hopefully they will surprise a lot more people. But, even if that know. means taking Jared Leto out or adding more jokes. But cool. this isn't a David or this isn't a Zack Snyder movie, is it? No. No. So this is a different movie. So like, I just I don't know how I feel because I know it happens all the time. But this is more of a high profile reshoot than you know most things, just because it was reactionary to a de- some to, I, to a panning, and I just don't know how I feel about um, artists and that was that's what this director is when he's making this artists having to. Artists having to bow to, you know, exterior pressure. Yeah. And But I know they do have to make this commercially viable. But I just don't like what this means for, you know, like this guy's vision when he directed this movie mm-hmm. originally. Tight. All right. Moving on? Moving on. Yeah. Cool. Who else has, a, who else has something? I have. Okay, go. So my next movie, which is kind of surprising for me because normally I do not like these movies. I... I love to hate horror movies, Mm -hmm. but I'm very excited about The Conjuring 2 because it's based on the files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are real paranormal investigators. And I actually think they're... Quote, unquote, real. So they say. So, okay. I mean, like, they are in real life. Like, that is their job. Lorraine's dead. No, Ed is dead. Lorraine is alive. But I think they're really interesting. Like, they're kind of... Oh, they're Blackie, very interesting people. And then they're like super close with like the Catholic Church and everything. Really? So, like, it's very, yeah. They're like the they're only like paranormal the only... activity. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like as legit, quote unquote, air quotes, as like it comes. So like, yeah. I think their files so and like yeah. their stories are really interesting. So like priests ex- yeah. exercising people. like Yeah. Real they he's, would call he's like Ed Warren was like the only not priest that was ever like taught to do an exorcism. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really interesting. Um, I don't know. But I think the Catholic Church still says you can do exorcisms, but it's like they don't teach it anymore if you know how to do exorcisms. They're too worried about the fallout. Yeah, right. of, you know. <laughs> so it's about them. Yeah. It's 
They are going, uh, I, I looked it up, I didn't know this off the top of my head. They're going to England, and they're going mm-hmm. to do the Edenfield Poltergeist, which is like a 12-year-old which, girl who's yeah. being haunted. Which is surprising, because a lot of people at the end of The Conjuring thought that they were going to go to Amityville, because they directly said yeah. that they're going to Amityville, which I was super excited about, just because I find the Amityville Me too. hauntings, or a case, whatever you would like to call it, yeah. um, super interesting. I yeah. agree. Um, so I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't go there. They might go there later, mm-hmm. but I'm super excited about this too. The first one made me scream, and it's by a director that I s- super love. James Wan. Um, uh, so are they like mockumentary style things, or are they like no. documentary? No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's like not, a movie. It's not a documentary. It's it's shot in the style of a traditional horror movie, right? but okay. it just it's hap- based is centered on their around rec- these documentarians of Right. Okay, so, so it's, it's like a dramatic actu- reenactment of yes. stuff that happened. Yes. And it's based on their actual case files that they had like released to the public. Interesting. So, so think like Blair Witch Project meets The Witch, like yeah. from both like a yeah. storytelling angle and not so much like, like Blair Witch shit. Project. Yeah, yeah. No. not so much that, but like more like the stories and the yeah. intent. Cool. And then also specifically the marketing, which is why I don't like almost any horror movie, right? Because The Conjuring Two and like what you just described about like here's these great people and like their stories like you always from a marketing standpoint in horror movies have to give oh, like the a extra edge. Yeah. yeah no yeah. you have to do it because people like me specifically aren't scared I want to go see a horror movie and I want to shit my pants and that not a lot scares me that way right yeah. and so like you have to add like oh it's authentic oh this could happen oh this you know like the edgy marketing is like the church of satan like Anton LaVey's people said that the witch is historically accurate the and I like that movie I well, did like that movie as well. I thought about it. I'm going to recant what I, my initial reaction. I like it better now in retrospect. Okay. Not and the conversation no. we need to have now. Yeah, that's but true. I don't like gimmicky horror movie things. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. like horror movies that, you know, resort to cheesy things to try to get the scare. You know, yeah. like that's why so I love scared. It Follows. Right. Yeah. I trust James Wan. I'm just like, I hear The Conjuring 2. I hear a random sequel. It's not yeah. a horror story like a Midiville that I'm excited mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't care. I've never heard of this poltergeist. I'm just going to trust... Um, the studio and James Wan to do what's right because James Wan is my favorite director in horror movies. He's done, he did Saw, he did the first Saw, he did Insidious, um, he did Insidious, which is still my favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah, he did Insidious one and two. He did, he did, he did the, the first Conjuring, Furious Seven. He, yeah, he did yeah. Furious Seven. He's done other horror movies that I can't recall off the top of my head, but he's one of my favorite directors just in the business right now. So, um, sub Max, if he were to make as if he were to make anything, I would go see it. Yeah. Can we get him on like a sci-fi film? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Because isn't like one I of the Fast five. and Furious <laughs> was, isn't one of the Fast and Furious uh, directors directing like one of the Star Wars movies? I don't know. If James Wan made a made an Alien reboot, I'd watch it. That'd okay. be cool. Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World, is doing a Star Wars movie. I, know. I don't know which one. I'm unimpressed. And I think it's eight. Wait, didn't isn't Colin Trevorrow doing Suicide Squad or is it? No, 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 no. Some someone. Never mind. No, he did mm-hmm. Jurassic World, and then somebody – I think he's doing, like, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, but he scored a big one, and then, like, the other directors who have been locked in have done big things. Mm-hmm. It's just a little left field for them, but it's like, oh, we can trust you with a huge movie and just the same producers, mm-hmm. and hopefully you won't fuck it up. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Fuck it all. Dustin, uh, do you have anyone you want to talk about? Um, Like, not really. I – like, overall, I – I'm half asshole, half cynic, and I want to like everything, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know any summer movies off the top of my head that I'm really stoked on, but I also don't get super stoked on movies until, like, because a lot of times, like, when I go to the movies, it's, like, really spur of the moment. Yeah. Right. Um, and so there's nothing I'm really looking forward to. Uh, but you'd be hit with something, with, like, left field, like, dope last summer where... Yeah, totally would go see... like dope like great. Like, something like that. Like, totally go see something, you know? I'm sure I'm going to go see a few of these movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll probably go with Max to go see Warcraft. I'll probably go with someone to go see any of the superhero movies just because I want to go yeah. I want to go consume that content so that way I can deal with the onslaught of things that I have to face because social media is terrible and, and so everybody needs to talk about these things all the time. And so we can do this freaking show. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think a lot of them – I think a lot of things I'll go see mm-hmm. or, you know, watch in the comfort of my own home. When um, they are released legally on DVD. Could I call an audible and so. predict a movie that I think you're actually really going to like? Hmm. Like, straight up, I think you're going to see Sausage Party. No, I think Dustin is going to see Sausage Party because it's I just... about that movie. Yeah, it's just 
a little bit left field enough, like not in like the dude bro sense. Like yeah. most people who usually like Seth Rogen movies, <laughs> you know, an amazing voice cast. Yeah, but like I think just from seeing a teaser trailer of that yeah. alone, that's something that if you saw it, because it's got like the animated edge, it's got like the more mature cynicism edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I think that that's something that like you're gonna love. I could totally love that. I don't know. I could yeah. see that going really well. I could also see it going terribly because I love yeah. this is the end. Uh huh. Yeah. Still one of my favorite comedies. Um, one thing I will point out about this summer is that it's missing. Um, it's missing a heavy drama like Straight Out of Compton, which came at the tail end of last summer. Yeah. And was a huge hit. And like Paige and I talk about it all the time. We're like, you know what? We would watch that again. And like I've seen it like three times, and she's she's only seen it the once. But that movie was so good. And oh, sorry, I've seen it twice. Um, that movie was so good, and I just feel like this summer is lacking a movie that's really just gonna like hit people the same way, or we just don't know about it, or we don't know about it because I don't think I knew about Straight Outta Compton until like June or July. Nobody knew about Revenant until like December. It was like, oh, the bear, and then like all of a sudden you had three weeks to see it before the the awards. Cousin, yeah, (laughs) you know, I feel like there is gonna be some sleeper hits, like especially on the dramatic side, but like Mm -hmm. most of the Oscar movies, like you either know like a year out. Or you don't know until like a month before. They're so. gonna they're gonna There'll come out, like, they're gonna start hitting really in October, October, yeah. November, mm-hmm. December time frame. But whatever, I think I think there's gonna be a, a few movies that I really enjoy. Um, and I think I don't know. I think you can enjoy things even when they're shitty. But yeah, um, Stop like favors. overall, <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see just what comes out, how everything plays out in in terms of reviews. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily gonna determine where where and what I see. Um, but at the same time, I always find that shit interesting. Uh, does anybody else have any other movies to bring up before we uh, just s- cruise on into our sunny sign off? Quick hot take on Ratchet and Clank. I want to see it so bad, and I want I want it to be really good. And I actually kind of want to see it this weekend. All right. <laughs> I only want to see Ratchet and Clank so it can do really well, and then they can make a Jack and Daxter movie based off Jack Two, not One, not Three, Two. Uh, I don't know how that would translate because that's like a GTA clone. With like you're, it's a lot of shooting, and how how are you gonna rate that? Are you gonna rate that? I PG, just I PG really 13? I really believe in the story. The story's all there. What um, story? No, we didn't talk. Like there's like I know there's a bunch of movies we didn't talk about. Whatever, go see what you want to see. I guess we didn't um, talk about Civil War on purpose. No, I got one thought on that, but the thing I care more about making sure was brought up was now. Or now you see me too. Oh shit! With um, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. Um, yeah, old Danny Rad. Yeah, because that now you see me, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Straight up. I don't know, like... Interesting take. I want the sequel to be good, but Isla Fisher's not in it, which I'm like, uh... Who's Isla Fisher again? Um, She was one of the four horsemen. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was the best one. Yeah, she was recast, I think, due to, like, a production issue. I could be totally wrong. Imogen Poots or something like that? Yeah. Or is that another movie I'm seeing? I think it's going to be so good. I want it to be so good. Daniel Radcliffe. What's up? Daniel Radcliffe. Doesn't he have an American accent in the movie? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he does a pretty good American accent. He had one in Horns that was yeah, really good. Yeah, Horns was yeah. great. I saw, saw him in How to Succeed in Business on Broadway, and his American accent was fantastic. And he came in day one of rehearsals, like, thick American accent, knew how to tap dance, was ready to go. So it's like an actual American accent. It's not like – because I know a lot of foreigners just go for, like, the Valley accent. No, he so sounds like, like you. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's got you down, Pat. Cool. Um, and the Marvel <laughs> Civil War, not that excited. Spider-Man cameo is going to be overrated. Heck it. Yeah, it's only going to be there now. for like Heck more now. now later. Okay. So. Sunny sign off. We did it. Now we've hit the time of the show where we do a sunny sign off. For those of you who don't know, uh, our sunny sign off is where we just talk about, you know, something that's made us really happy in this past week in pop culture and something we would like to share with the group. So it's like a little book report. Max, do you have something? All right. Like, I swear I'm not getting paid by Blizzard, but like what's made me really <laughs> happy. Blizzard. This uh this week is that uh whisper the old the pre order open beta of Overwatch mm. next week. Nice. Hey Tight. if you order a large drink at Taco Bell, I'm not getting paid for this, enter the code on the side of your drink. You could instantly win a copy of Overwatch before it comes out. A winner every ten minutes. Interesting. That's not thank you, Colby. Is Colby. that true? Yeah, that was on their Snapchat today. Max, Holy you wanna crap. go to Taco Bell tonight? Yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> go to Taco Bell right now. Um Old Telly Belly. That's what they call it. Telly Belly? Uh, That's cute. I like it. What's up, Paige? What you got? I'm going to steal everyone's Good. and say Game of Thrones. Nope. Holy that hell. Wasn't I you were that wasn't mine. That thing. wasn't mine. Nope. All right, fine. <laughs> I loved it. I don't care what all you people think about how it's. Oh, I loved it. 
I'm with what? you. I know. I loved it. That just wasn't like. I was here one. for spoiler granny titties. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't mind the setup so episode. I. I don't mind it. I think it's cool to take the span of it. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. We took the span of it. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> On that Damn. note, I goodbye think forever. <laughs> I'm going back to the peanut gallery. They're going to bring. Can, they're going to bring. Him back in episode three, nah, or the very there. end of the season. They're gonna bring Six him back seven. episode one of next season. Six okay. or seven. Yo, Tommy, what oh, you got? So okay, bad. so <laughs> overall, I know we didn't get to really talk about Prince at all, and I'm not happy that he's gone. I'm actually very upset about it. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of really good conversations about Prince passing away this week, but what I what I'm sunny, quote unquote, about is that I read a statistic that was like the number of albums that he sold. 24 hours, 48 hours, and 72 af- hours after he passed away. Yeah. Um, because it's been in the news, and like how many people are now in conversation about Prince and like rediscovering his music. Like, yeah. I really enjoy rediscovering an album, like saying things in defense of the genre two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, I really love that album. I really love that artist. It really makes me think about my own art. Yeah. And it makes me like other things more. Yeah. And so being able to experience that on like a massive scale. With Prince passing away, kind of like when Michael Jackson passed away, yeah. you know, which is one that resonates with a lot of people too. Yeah, I really appreciated getting to listen to Prince again and enjoy it and talk about it with other people, even cool. though we didn't like today. Yeah, but also Kimmy Schmidt was pretty dope. Cool. Yeah, my, so cold. mine is also a Blizzard thing. Um, I got really, I just got dragged back into Hearthstone, kicking and screaming, which Hearthstone is just Blizzard's um, card game. Cl- yeah, collectible trading card game. Um, I just started playing that just because I saw it on the app store and I was like, you know, I haven't played this in a while. And then, you know, I play like four or five games a day now. Um, I at least try to get at least one card pack a day. Uh, their new expansion just dropped, which I think is why I was being so uh, heavily hyped. Uh, it's just a time waster for me, but, you know, it's something for me to do while I'm walking or on the bus or something like that. Turn cool. Up. So it's just something that's been occupying my time and I like it a lot. Cool, cool, cool. Emily. Um... So I have been doing a lot of work this last weekend. And one of the things that I do, as mentioned in the binge watching episode, is binge watch things and listen to them instead of really like watching them, I guess. But I just finished How to Get Away with Murder season two. Murder. And I absolutely love that show. I think Don't spoil anything. I yeah. won't spoil Megan. it. I haven't even. I, I just think that it's like it. one of like the characters on that show are some of like the best written characters that are on television right now. That's a Shonda Rhimes show. It is a Shonda right? Rhimes show. And it, Sha- I just, it's amazing. Shonda And every single episode I'm guessing and so hype and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shonda Would you universe? say it's better or worse than Lost? Then Lost, yeah. Lost is like one of my all-time favorite shows, so oh. I will have to. Go so to you're Lost. saying Shonda Rhimes isn't as good as Lost? Yeah. You well, I also like really don't like Grey's Emily Anatomy. Mitchell hates Shonda Rhimes. That's not, that's <laughs> no. <laughs> Megan, have you have you seen anything this past week that you really enjoyed? She says no. Megan says no. Megan. She's. She, she She's says watching no. Friends. She says no with scared eyes. <laughs> uh, am I last? Am I? Am I? Yes, you sir. Last. Oh, two things. One tonight we went and saw Lion King off Broadway. Yeah, they came to town. It was cool. Okay, turn. Uh, I'll give that to Megan. That. <laughs> uh, like I've never seen that the Broadway version of that before. It's pretty one to one. That was cool. Also, Homestuck mm-hmm. ended two weeks ago. That was really nice to relive. Mm-hmm. That was really really nice. They had a really really cool ten minute animation at the end that was just an anime. If it I were, super cool. If I were to have never heard of Homestuck or known what Homestuck is, is it too late to get into Homestuck? Don't uh, do it. Do you, is it just Don't not worth it. it for me? Uh, here, like real talk between you and I. Yeah. I and think, all the people who listen. I think that if you want something that's almost entirely character based with a very very cool central plot line, uh-huh. it is worth the time. It is entirely a background thing. They're online on YouTube. There is a thing called Homestuck Collab, and they do a voice act of all through somewhere in Act 6 right now mm-hmm. um, where you can just listen to it because it is walls of text, and they put the GIFs and comic books and all the little uh-huh. in-betweens in it. I think if you're interested in, in a character-based story that is interesting and hyper-intricate and very, very, very metafictional. Mm-hmm. Homestuck fit. Ho- Homestuck is it, and it's like the third or fourth longest thing in the English language. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's up there. That's a lot. Okay, it's, it's very long. Uh, I had to go back and reread 
significant portions of it of the end because I just kind of like skipped through it as it was coming out over the past like year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I pretty much spent a whole day rereading it or like rereading Act like halfway through Act Six to the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can get through Acts one and three, one through three in a day. All right, cool. And I think that brings us to the end of cool. the show. Right. Thank you, uh, thank you, everybody for listening. Remember, you can email us at poptop, uh, poptopcast at gmail dot com. Email us if you have any questions that you want us to read on the podcast, or you just have any thoughts you want to share with us. You can also follow us at facebook dot com slash poptopcast or twitter dot com slash poptopcast at poptopcast. You can follow all of us on our various Twitter accounts, which I'm sure you can find through those that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Or in the doobly-doo. Let's bring that um, one back. Don't, for- <laughs> doobly that. don't forget that you can, <laughs> you can listen to us on doobly SoundCloud do. and iTunes. Please subscribe to us and like us and review us on both of those mediums. Uh, we'll love you for it. We love you already, but we'll love you even more. You'll be in our Super Special Best Friends Club. Stay super s- special. Super special. Stay in school. Don't do drugs and don't get pregnant. Watch right. lemonade. Uh, watch lemonade. We didn't talk about watch lemonade. lemonade. Uh, one more thought before we all say bye. The phrase tater thoughts. Tater thoughts. Bye. 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 Say goodbye, Paige. Bye. <laughs> she already did do her exit to the Peter Gallery. <laughs>